Shri Shri Dharji Gopal Ki Jai Shri Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara Ki Jai We have some illustrious guests from another um, sect within our party bar and and uh, thus just in a general way speak a little something about the importance of Sadhu Sangha. As you as you know, I believe that uh, in the Gyan Marg, of course, progress is measured by and brought about largely by detachment, by ragya. By ragya is the corollary of knowledge, real knowledge. In other words, if we know <clears throat> that our interest is in enduring life and enduring happiness, it is not in our interest to pursue it in relation to things that don't endure. Hmm? And an identity that is formed, an I that is formed on the basis of a my, hmm, is as false as the claim my itself is. Nothing belongs to us. So the I that is derived from the sense that something is mine, my country, my my religion, and so forth, is as false and impossible to to maintain. Thus, the struggle for existence. We are, that is for sure, I am, but I am not this or that. Hmm? I could be that, hmm? but that is another thing with a capital T. Better translated, to invoke the Upanishadic aphorism, Tattvamasi, that you are his rather than you are that. It's actually better grammatically as well. <laughs> Makes more sense. <clears throat> so that's another thing. We are, that's for sure. We have no experience of not being. But we are not this or that. It means there's a false identity that derived, derives from attachment to things that are here today and gone tomorrow, and so that identity is as fleeting. Hmm? Difficult to get one's feet on the ground, which we all seek some stability, some security. Hmm? When we're chasing an I based on a false my, again, nothing is ours. So so this is basic knowledge. Hmm? The diff- it's the 101, really, of Vedanta. In Gaudi Vaishnavism, of course, we're interested in 108, but we have to get our feet on the ground in 101 also. But uh, it's beautiful, charming, in that it, it certainly doesn't stop there. And that can stop the whole world. The 101 of the difference between consciousness and matter will stop the whole movement of the world after things, in pursuit of things as it is, really in pursuit of the self. And this way Jiva Goswami has explained in Bhaktisandharva with regard to the Atma, hmm? when he cites uh, the definition or the characteristics of the Atma described in Vishnu Purana, that that the self, the Atma, is an object of love. Hmm. It's an object of love. That means with with this world, we love the self. We only love things as much as we think they they are ours. As much as we think they are ours is the extent to which we have extended ourselves into the things animated them, found value in them, 
What is the value in them? Ourselves. Hmm. So we are the object of love. Sukadeva, of course, realized this. The Bhagavatam likes to make this very clear with examples like Sukadeva, like the Kumaras, like the Navyogendras. These were jnanis who became premikas. Hmm? The four different kinds of jnanis, two of them will never realize their goal. Hmm? One will realize their goal, but it's not desirable from the point of view of Vaishnavas. The other, those that are showcased in the Bhagavatam, they'll realize the goal of Prem in some form. Hmm? Sukadeva, they say, is the example, but he was, in the Bhagavatam's own language, swasukam, absorbed in self-love. This is a healthy self-love. The New Age idea of loving the self has its roots hmm, in, 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 a, in a real, a genuine spiritual understanding. See how it becomes, it can become distorted into self-aggrandizement and ego-afflating uh, existence and so forth. Hmm? The, the self, again, is, 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 an, is the object of love in the world. But this love of the self, it comes from svasukam atmaramam. Hmm? And the, the context in which we arrive at that is in pursuit of, a, of an identification with, with Brahman. Hmm? The happiness of which, really, Sanatana Goswami has stressed in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, amounts to the relief that comes from trying from the perspective of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Nonetheless, again, a big thing to put in place in the context of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. I say this all in the context of explaining the fact that while in Gyanmarg one is thought to progress by detachment, hmm? detachment is the end, if you will, in bhakti, we also have detachment, but we don't arrive at it by directly pursuing it. Only a little bit in the beginning. Shijiva Goswami has explained in his Tikkan Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu a little bit of detachment from karma or acquisition will be useful for the kind of concentration and one mindedness for Ananya Bhakti little bit in the beginning. It's just like if you have a car that, that the battery is dead and then you can get three, four men and push it to get it started. But once it starts, those men are useless. Hmm? And real start means ruchi. Hmm? This is the real start of bhakti. This is shuddha bhakti. Hmm? But my point is, we can go on to that, but my point is that in bhakti we advance not by Detachment, not by bairagya, but by sangha. It's really the opposite. Hmm? Not by giving up, but by adding on, hmm? by sangha. So we are graced by sadhu sangha. Hmm? Some devotees have come from another sangha to give us their sangha. Hmm? And uh, we, 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 are, we, we, we hope we may make progress as a result of that by taking advantage of good sadhu sangha. We is very much sought after in all stages of bhakti. It is the birth of bhakti, Kabiraj Goswami has described it. It's what calls our progress. If we say, we come into the kitchen and ask, we wouldn't do it here, but in our previous situation, perhaps, what's for dinner? And Mother says, oh, we're having such and such. But it's not... A when is it coming? Just soon. It's coming soon, but it's not 
on the stove. We'll think, well, you know, when it gets on the stove, when it's actually cooking, then you can say it's coming, coming soon. Hmm? So that sadhu sangha, with regard, one, 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 in one sense, it is the birth of bhakti. Hmm? And it calls our progress. By sadhu sangha, that means that you're, that is the flame, so to speak. Coming soon. Hmm? We could say coming soon. Uh, if we are in a progressive situation, and the only way we can progress is by sadhu sangha. Hmm? Until we become sadhu sangha, and then we don't stop craving for it either. Hmm? No. We, if we become a superlative devotee, how much more we will crave for sangha, even of the low, so-called lowest devotee, that we are able to draw from them. Hmm? We cannot draw from the highest devotee the smallest thing. <laughs> and the highest devotee can draw the biggest thing from the lowest devotee. Hmm? So, sadhu sangha, this is most important. This is how we progress in bhakti. Hmm? It really, it affects, it brings about a kind of natural uh, renunciation hmm? by raga detachment. Hmm? We accept what's favorable for bhakti, we reject what's unfavorable for bhakti. We try to love Krishna by the by following those who 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 do their example. Hmm? It's um, it's uh, we kind of our effort, if you will, effort and grace are both there in bhakti. Our effort is is to get a grace. We use our head to soften our heart. Hmm? We position ourselves in such a way that we may be blessed and progress. This is very very different from the Gyan Marg. It's very. Gyanmarg is very self-asserting, hmm? individualistic, if you will. Hmm? And Bhakti Marg is very collective um, uh, 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 and very uh, kind of backward moving, apparently. Pujapatrita Marsh liked to call it moving in the, in the negative direction. If we were to take a magnetic, I've given this example before, a magnetic flake with a positive charge, hmm? and put it next to a very large positive magnet, it would be repelled. Hmm? If we take a negative flake and put it next to a positive magnet, it will be drawn hmm? so close. So to change our self-asserting, if you will, hmm, um, disposition, that is the pushing, the positive uh, charge, We'll get nowhere in relation to Bhagwan. He's all positive. This Bhagwan means that the pusher, the sustainer, maintainer, hmm? the center. Hmm? We change that flake, that, that charge, hmm? the negative, then we're drawn in naturally. Hmm? So, by Sadhu Sangha. And Sadhu Sangha brings about a kind of renunciation, if you will, in bhakti that is really the first stage of love. So it's a wise love, in other words. Hmm? If you get too close to a thing, you cannot see it for what it is. This is the whole idea of science, where you want to be objective and step back. And mother said, mother called this famous saying, is her blind son Padmalochan. It means that she was too attached. So he's blind. Usually the blind people have to wear these days sunglasses, their eyes are not beautiful, but she called her son lotus-eyed. Hmm? So who's blind? What does it mean to be blind? <laughs> There's another thing. By affection force, hmm? that is the power of love, of course, that it turns faults into ornaments. 
Hmm? Nothing more powerful than affection, than love. Hmm? But I bring this up in the context of saying that if we're too close to things, in this case, material existence, by way of attachment, we cannot understand it for what it is. Hmm? We can't function within the world in a way that will be we'll call our progress. So in bhakti, it's a loving orientation, but we take like one step back, so to speak, from the world by foregoing that which is unfavorable for bhakti, which will be will constitute foregoing different associations. And for example, asatsanga tyag, a Vaishnav, achar, and of course embracing sadhusanga. But that renunciation, that is the first step in love, in wise love, because once you step back from the world enough and see it objectively through, in this case, the eyes of Shastra, and this is what it means to not be subject to the defects, for example, of the imperfect senses. I'm wearing glasses. I have imperfect eyes. That's not likely to change. And I'm not pretending to test you because I'm, 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 anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes we say, well, the guru knows everything, but he's, he tests us. If he knows everything, then why does he have to test us? So, so no, uh, it means I don't see the world. Hmm? We, we have Shastra tracks, so we look at the world from the vantage point of Shastra. Shastra clears the buddhi, so we are not seeing through some scars and impressions on the citta. That buddhi is the beginning of material existence. It causes the initial divisions that are artificial. That's what it means. We want to take a new, another new age saying and bring it to its real spiritual source to not be judgmental, see how abused and silly that argument that can be, but how sound it can be when properly understood. Judgmental, the function of the buddhi, is kind of the beginning, in a sense, of material existence. So to step back anyway. There's a step back. And that is in the context of sadhusanga. Hmm? We step back, we renounce, and then we see the world in a different light, hmm? such that there's a possibility of entering into it and not being and being in it, but not of it. The beautiful example in the Gita there is of the lotus stemming out of the mud at the bottom of the pond, sitting above and on the water, untouched by either the mud or the water. So... In bhakti, the point is, we progress by sangha, hmm? sadhu-sangha. And by ragya, that is a byproduct of that, healthy byproduct. Hmm? Not for its own sake. Where will that leave us? Hmm? If we give up the world for the sake of giving up the world because it's troublesome, and it is material attachment, then we may have swasukam, we may be atparam, hmm? we may taste brahmananda, but that isn't a far cry from bhakti. Why? Because that love of the self is undifferentiated. It's indeterminate. Hmm? It has no quality. It has no other. In hmm? love, the full spectrum of love, love is evaluated on a scale of reciprocal dealings. On how much, it's, it's very artful, how much I can become one with you. Hmm? how you and I can become one. Of course, that means we. It's not that you're canceled out or I, but it's a new thing. Hmm? 
dynamic <laughs> union. Um, so without a significant other, what is the prospect for tasting Ananda? And Ananda is, is, it is not only part of the constitution of the soul, it is for what the self exists, for its purpose, so to speak. We exist, we, we are cognitive of the, of the fact that we exist. In human life, that cognition comes to the fore. As material nature recedes to, an ex- to the extent that nature, in a sense, figuratively, figuratively speaking, realizes, I have a soul. Hmm? That mean, that's human life. Out of the network of, of the jungle of nature, I have a soul. I'm thinking about myself. There are values now. Hmm? It's consciousness that gives value, gives meaning, posits meaning, unfortunately, on material things in relation to our attachment to them. But nonetheless, it is the value giver. It is, therefore, the measurer. Hmm? That's why it cannot be found by measurement, because it's doing the measurement. Ruler can't measure itself. Hmm? Do you understand? We are described as immeasurable, one of the qualities of the Atma given in the Gita. Hmm? So, in modern world, of course, they're trying to measure consciousness to some extent, quantify it, and reduce it to matter. Hmm? They cannot see its the influence of a of an atma, a proposed, a theoretical atma. They cannot measure it, but that's, of course, from our perspective, that's a given. It's the measurer. You are the measurer, the value giver, and so forth. Hmm? So that, but to to realize that atma, that's a huge thing, but it's a small thing in the, in the circle of love. Hmm? Because there's no, it, it involves no significant other, and this other, significant other, must be a consciousness other. So we exist, we know that we exist, hmm? and we, if we look carefully, we exist for a purpose. The world moves for, for love. Everybody's singing about it and so forth. This is what makes the world, love makes the world go round. Hmm. It's only love, and that is all. That's it. And it's not. <laughs> and it's a lot. <laughs> so, people love money. That's why. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's that's that's not true, actually, because money. People only get money so that they can love. Yeah. Then they lament. Mm-hmm. Then I have all this money, but I couldn't love mm-hmm. only. There's a saying that uh, I, the only thing I have left is money. Yeah. Uh-huh. In other words, I'm broke. Everything. In other words, I'm, I'm broke. Talking about money, no love, no family. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, or the only thing I have left is money. Bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So the pursuit of love. Mm-hmm. And if we are to pursue that wisely, then this is kind of an argument for God from consciousness. There has to be a, has to be a significant other, a consciousness other, for there to be love in the full sense of the term, not just, in other words, not giving, or excuse me, not taking. You understand? The karma marg that Gyan seeks to rise above is in, involves taking, exploiting, acquiring, acquisition, my which is false. So to stop taking, this is only part of giving. 
by stopping from taking, we can arrive at self, self-love in a healthy sense of the term. Mm-hmm. But can, have we loved yet? Mm-hmm. This would be a huge thing for the world to, to, to arrive at, at self-love, which does afford some compassion, sense of equanimity with others. It sounds good, but that, that, that there's a loss of the other, ultimately, if you fully play that out. Hmm? There's a loss of it. There's only one. Hmm? So, bhakti, as I say, takes from, from there to one way. Of course, we don't go there first and go to bhakti. We go there in the context of bhakti. Hmm? Step on the head of, of, of mukti, so to speak. Hmm? And all this by sadhu sangha. Hmm? It's a very positive approach. In other words, again, we don't renounce per se. We love Krishna. And in the context of loving Krishna, if something is not favorable for loving him, we're not interested in that. Hmm? So it's not a preoccupation with, with detachment. Hmm? Neither is it really a preoccupation with knowledge any more than we are preoccupied with knowing about the object of our love. Hmm? in this case, the significant consciousness other, I want to say, Bhagwan. Hmm? That kind of knowledge is very useful hmm? for bhakti. The more you know about that person, it's like it used to be when I was a kid, we would go to school, we were at the bus stop, and if you liked a girl, or the girl liked you, let's say we were just kids, and then she would find out something from your brother or sister, like, he really likes apple pie, you know. Uh, so she would show up at the bus stop with just happen to have a piece of apple pie. Uh, so so you, we find out what, uh, what Bhagwan likes and then we try to adjust ourselves accordingly. So this is our sadhana. Hmm? Something like that. And detachment comes about very naturally. Hmm? So with regard to sadhusanga, then of course we have to be a little thoughtful. <clears throat> we want to associate with sadhus. Hmm? And where will they be? Not only in our group. Surely that's, that's the case. I have much experience over many years. There are sincere devotees everywhere, in every group. Hmm? That should be our group. Just like we hear in Bhagavat, in the apex, the zenith of the Bhagavat. Krishna played his flute on the Sarad Purnim. Hmm? Even, in, even in the West, it's called that October moon. Hmm? It's a love moon. Hmm? Uh, anyway, they heard, they heard their own names, so to speak. They got, they got diksha in the context of the leela. Hmm? It's coming again and again, life after life. Get it right. And in the leela, they got the, the flute sound of Krishna into their ear, into their heart, and caused a revolution. What did they do? Hmm? They, they followed the sound, right? They had a thousand and eight reasons not to. Milk boiling over, what would the society say? What about the family? What would be about their reputation? What does Dharma say? Hmm? What do the wise people say? The jnanis say? Hmm? Uh, all, all, all these things. And will anybody, is anybody else coming? Do they wait for anybody? No. They didn't wait for anybody else. They went. Hmm? They, 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 they heard the call. They went. Hmm? Of course, there Krishna tested them. Did you come here contaminated by gyan or karma? 
So he lectured them. He gave them so many dharmic reasons why they shouldn't be there. So many reasons from Gyan why they shouldn't be there. They didn't return. They stayed. They were Ananya Bhaktas, Shuddha Bhaktas. And they found their group there. There they found, oh, you came. And she came. And she came. They all held hands. This is our group. Who hear that, come to the talk, whoever gives the talk, we, we hear one thing that's true. We know it's true. We enter that into our heart, make a foundation, building block for a house of bhakti in which Bhagwan Radha Govinda would like to reside. This kind of hearing, like Prabhupada used to say, I only ask one question of my Guru Maharaj. How can I serve you? This kind of, this is mm, Pariprasnena. Hmm? Pariprasnena. With preparedness, sevaya, to do seva. This kind of, this kind of hearing, very important. We, we must be doing something right. Some sadhus have come to our ashram. Daujigopal and brought some sadhus. We must be doing something right. How is that? Hmm? They are free to roam. Hmm? It's beautiful. Ba- the Bhagavad says it beautifully. Um, when it, uh, beautiful description. Hmm? Bhagavan, what is it? Uh, Vyasaputro Yadrichaya. Hmm? On the scene, Sukadeva appeared. This is a, such a, a, a exciting moment in the Bhagavad. We've built through the whole 19 chapters of the first canto. We're coming to the end and and, and, and from what, chapter 7 on, or, uh, the, 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 the story of Pariksit is told in, in so many ways, taking in so many tangents and directions and loops and back along the theme, and finally he's, there he is on the bank of the Ganges. Hmm? We've gotten so, so much Sambandagyan in the first five chapters. The narrative begins, some taste of Krishna Leela coming there in Bhagavad. Hmm? The life of Pariksit, the Pandavas, so forth. Hmm? Dishwadev references to the Brajlila and so on. And and the, the first canon culminates in this. Sukadev comes on the scene. Bhagavan Vyasa Putro Yadrichaya, the son of Vyas. Bhagavan Vyas. Vyas Putro Yadrichaya. He's moving. Yadrichaya means according to his own will. By my will. It's a very nice idea. Hmm? One of the points to, to, to bring out is that for the most part people in this world are not moving according to their will. We are a unit of willing. Jnan, Bala, Kriya, Cha, Icha, hmm? Kriya. This corresponds with Ananda. Hmm? Another way of saying it. Hmm? And will. Ananda means love. Love means will. Some some voluntary hmm? Uh, 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 exercise, some decision-making, hmm? some choice in the matter. Hmm? Practically speaking, in this world, most people, and all of the less complex species of life, the self has not arisen above the influence of material nature enough to be experiencing the fact that there are willing agent of action. Hmm? Those sangskars are just, that have been 
based on some willingness, <laughs> have now just are just perpetuating the same action again and again and again, working on automatic, almost like a robot. It's no wonder that some people in the neuroscientific and uh, philosoph- philosophy of mind worlds and circles think there's nobody really there. The lights are on, but there's no nobody. They're right. There's nobody really there. That I am an American. I am a man. I am a woman. I am an idiot. That's that's not true. It's it's, it's just a it's a it's a magic show only in the brain. So many things the brain are do, is doing. We're not doing them. Hmm? But that doesn't mean we're a brain. That's another thing. Hmm? But even in human life, if we find most people are. Dvipada, Pashu. Like the Bhagavad language, two-legged animal. Hmm? Problem. By, by contrast, this word Yadvichaya describing uh, the, the, the movement of the sadhu is the full will. Hmm? It, means, it means the independent. Sometimes the word is used as luck, fortune, causeless. Causeless means it's not under he or she is not under the rule of cause and effect, under the rule of karma. Hmm? Walking above that, on like I said in earlier, in the in the world, but not of the world. Hmm? Moving freely, hmm? and moving freely. Of course, this sounds very good. It sounds very individualistic, but in the context of bhakti, no, it's not like that. And we are discussing. What is Raghunuga Bhakti? The basic definition? Raghunuga Bhakti means to follow the Ragatmika. It's not a free do whatever you want thing. Hmm? Don't care about the Shastra hmm? and so forth. No. What is the difference between Rag Bhakti and Vaidhi Bhakti with regard to Shastra? It's like the difference between a mother and, uh, and a babysitter. Hmm? A mother will take care of the baby. And a babysitter will take care of the baby. Hmm? Right? Hmm? Mother will take care of the baby because she has taste for that. Because she has a liking for that. But she may also go and study how to take care of babies. Mm-hmm. Hmm? You understand? She likes to take care of her child, but she wants to, so she wants to study how to do it right. Hmm? So she picks up the book. What's driving her the shastra is the, the taste is driving, hmm? not faith alone. Shodhamai lobe, hmm? shodha filled with loba, hmm? with taste, with ruchi, hmm? and so she learned the book. Then a babysitter will learn how to do it and do what every little the least you have to do, and so on and so forth, hmm? because she must do, hmm? because if she does it, she'll get something from it. That's vadi bhakti. Either you're going to get free from the fear of samsara. You're going to get the prospect of mukti hmm? and the perks of mukti, maybe your preoccupation, hmm? for salokya, sarsti, samipya, sarupya, or you may be premutar, primarily motivated by the prem of Vaikuntha and little interested in the perks of Vaikuntha. This is Vaidhi Bhakti. These are the motivating factors in Rag Bhakti, taste is the driving force. Hmm? So here's Sugadev. Hmm? He's been enlightened by the Bhagavatam. He is the moving Yadrichaya by will, by his own will. But that own will means, it, 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 properly understood, he is following very carefully. Hmm? 
particular taste and cultivating that himself. Hmm? To follow the ragatmika, this is, this is the difference. Vaidhi Bhakti is not, not about following a devotee. It's not about that at all. Rag Bhakti is all about following another devotee. And a devotee means, means an embodiment of love. Yeah, we, first we find our Guru Sakshadharitvena, Samastha Shastra here. It's un, undeniable, undeniable. All the Shastras proclaiming Sakshadharitvena. Hmm? He is directly Guru, uh, Krishna. Sakshadhari. Kintu Prabhoya Priyabhatasya. Vishwanath goes on to say, however, he is also dear to Krishna. How can he be Krishna and dear to Krishna? Hmm? Because love of Krishna and Krishna are one. Radha Krishna Pranai Bhukatir Ladini Shakti Rasmad. This is the Beda Bed. In Kabiraj Goswami's Mangal Chan, he gives a philosophical stepping stone in this verse. Radha Krishna Pranai Bhukatir Ladini Shakti Rasmad. This is a philosophical stepping stone. He, he gives here a, 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 a very nice installment of a Chintya Beda Bed. Beda bed. Hmm. So that standing on the firm ground of this, we can explore in the next verse ra, the, the highest theological questions that have ever been asked. This is what we find hmm. in Sarup's verse that uh, Krishna's Kaviraj uh, employs hmm, both of them here in his, in his Mangal Charan, speaking about what are the what the highest theological questions? They are the questions that God is asking. He's in existential crisis. This is Krishna. He's a youth. He's having existential crisis. I thought I was the object of love. I thought I was Rasaraj. But I see in her taste that I have no experience of. How does she see me? What is the glory of her love? What is what is what is the nature of her bliss? Hmm? How does she perceive my 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 attractiveness? Hmm? These these are the highest theological questions. You look and see. It's objective. What are the theological questions? The theological questions are about God. Does he exist or does he not exist? Ninety-nine point nine percent of all the traditions, and they all have value, are asking. Does he exist or does he not exist? Hmm? Our God is asking, do I exist? Am I what I thought I was? Hmm? What's become of me? Yogis are meditating on me and I'm crumbling here. Hmm? <laughs> I'm falling apart, maddened by her, by her love. God is asking the questions. This is a loving existence. Hmm? This is, this is Ananda, full, the full measure of Ananda. And the existence, therefore, and the knowledge looks small. If you go to Brahman, the existence will look big. The knowledge will look big. Aishvarya hmm? Gyan, that knowledge that uh, I'm not this, I'm not that. You can stand up against it and so forth. Hmm? But the loving will be very small. Hmm? We love to exist. But in Bhakti, we exist to love. Hmm. That is a very different thing. The equation changes. Hmm. It reverses out. Hmm. In Brahman, the ananda is small. The existence and the knowing is big. Hmm. 
by standards of ignorance in this world. When we go to the far other end of the spectrum, in the Brajlila, we find love is big, existence is small, knowing is small. The existence is small. It's a small place. Brahman is, how big is Brahman? Everywhere. Brahman is so big, he can't move. <laughs> if you're everywhere, you can't move. There's nowhere to go. Hmm? If we move from Brahman to Vaikuntha, it starts to look smaller. Now there are shapes, hmm? forms, hmm? Uh, 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 other things that express sentiment, feelings like buildings and so on, and it starts to look smaller. Hmm? Now you go to Goloka, it's even smaller. Hmm? It's a little village. But it's bigger, how? By measure of affection. Hmm? Because the love is greater, the affection is greater, it's bigger. Love, in other words, is what is accommodating. That's why I say, if you love someone, you can live in a cave. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Hmm? Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> medium size. <laughs> if you love someone, you can live in the hollow of a tree. Hmm? Yeah, it doesn't matter how small the space is. And what we need to know? Nothing, <laughs> nothing else. I love you, you love me, that's it. That's, that's big. Hmm? This is Golok. Hmm? This, is, this is Gokul. This is the Brajalila. And Krishna doesn't know. Hmm? He questions his existence and he doesn't know that he's Bhagwan. Hmm? His knowledge is small. His sense of existence is in question. His loving is big. Hmm? Of course, again, as I'm pointing out, a loving existence is the biggest existence. And, and the knowledge that, 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 that is found in love, love is a kind of knowing hmm? that's automatic. It's, there's no extra knowing that you're carrying around as a burden. When you love, you know what to do. When you love samadhi, you know what to do next. There's no, what will I do next? Then you know what to do. This is our ideal. And to get there, then, it's a following. Let's say you can't go there with your shoes on. Fight your way there and uh, cut off yourself from the world. It's a very unpleasant path, that, that Gyanmarg and uh, renunciation compared to Sadhusang, it's so beautiful, so charming, and, and, and the result is so much more um, uh, complete. Here is opportunity to love in the full measure, hmm? not just self-love. Hmm? So, Vyasa, uh, the, the, the Suk- Sukadev came on the scene. He described Yadrichaya, moving freely. Hmm? In one sense, yes, moving freely, means he's not under the rule of karma, he doesn't have to do anything. Karma means we're moving out of obligation. We've taken, and now we owe. So off to work we go. Hmm? We have a burden. Hmm? We've hunted, and now we're being hunted. We have to keep moving. This is jiva jiva hmm? Darwinian language in the Bhagavad. Hmm? One living being, food for another. This is the... Struggle for existence, survival of the fittest. Hmm? When karma that you take, so you owe. So it's obligatory. Leela is also a kind of movement, but it's it's not 
obligatory. Lila is the movement that arises not out of necessity and emptiness. In pursuit of fullness by acquisition, we think we'll become more meaningful, more complete, more beautiful, more secure, hmm? more loved. Hmm? That kind of acquisition actually just puts us into the negative numbers more and more. Hmm? Gyan means to come to zero. There's positiveness in, in a zero in relation to negative numbers, but there are positive numbers. Hmm? This is the subject of, 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 uh, of, of Bhakti Marg, the positive numbers. Hmm? So, to arrive there by Sadhu Sangha, hmm, we have to, it is a following, hmm? it is a freedom, but, but at the same time, it's a following. Hmm? Very slavery. Pujapachita Marsh like to describe, like, like slavery. Hmm? So, uh, w- what, what is the rule then? The rule is love. If you love, you will be ruled by love. Hmm? I've said before, if you control somebody physically, you can control somebody physically, you can control somebody mentally. If you control them physically by locking them in a room, they know they are controlled and they, they protest. Hmm? If you go up the ladder on the material hierarchy and you control someone mentally hmm, by psychological manipulation and so forth, for example, they may not know they're being controlled even, but the control will be more comprehensive. Hmm? Someone will have to come and say, get out of there. She's not good for you. He's not good for you. Hmm? So as you go up the ladder, the control becomes more subtle, less apparent, but more comprehensive. Now if you control by physical, by mental by intellectual, go higher, by heart, by love. What happens if you control someone by love? You become controlled by them. Because love is not a one-sided thing. You love them, they love you, you become controlled. And Krishna is controlling by love, that's why he doesn't look like God. He doesn't appear to be a controller. Hmm? He hasn't got eight arms and six heads. He's out of control, that's right, very love out of control. It knows no reason. <laughs> it is a madness. Hmm? A madness. We, we, it, desirable. Hmm? Yes. Sugadev moving like that. But Parikshit's heart, he's a lover too. Hmm? He wanted sadhusanga. He wanted a solution to the human question. Human life is a question. Why? Huh? Why? It's not a how question. Nature answers those questions for the less complex species of life. But nature can't answer the why question because it's not a question pertaining to material nature. It's a, it's a question arising in consciousness, a question of value and meaning. Hmm? That has to come from outside of nature. Hmm? That comes from Shastra. That comes from Sadhusanga. Hmm? So he, he wanted comprehensive knowing to make a comprehensive solution to the problem of material existence. Hmm? What did he do? What was his method? This was his method. Hmm? He exercised his heart. He folded his hands. Hmm? This make He took a negative position and Sukadeva came on the, on the scene, controlled by that, so to speak. He's moving freely in one sense, hmm? but in another sense... He's being controlled by love also, moving accordingly. Hmm? Hmm. And this love of God, as I was saying, and God 
Love of Krishna and Krishna, they are one. Hmm? That's why, why, without, hmm, in Gyanmark, there's no God. There's no God. Hmm? Because there's, there's nobody to serve God. <laughs> what is the meaning of God without a servant? What's the meaning of teacher? They can't say, I'm a teacher, but if you have any students, you can say, I'm a guru. Somebody said the other day, that I heard, they said, I've decided I'm going to be a guru. <laughs> well, you know, the disciples will decide that whether you're a guru or not. Do you have any? You know, it's a meaningless statement. Hmm? Someone else will decide. Hmm? Hmm. In Gan, there's nobody else. Where's the God? Hmm? This is this is this is the problem we have. Ours is a, and this very much to do with Sadhusanga. Ours is a religio-philosophical ideology. So. We have another Sangha coming. That means some, there, there's some difference. Hmm. Now, coming from, from Gaudi Vedanta Samiti and its subsequent branches, and so another branch, all of the, of the Goranga Samaj, um, as we heard today, and in the context of that, the Bhakti Vinod Paribar, Bhakti Vinod Thakur, Saraswati Thakur, Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta, he was uh, instructed his disciples that when asked, what paribar do you belong to? Hmm? To reply, Bhakti Vinod Paribar. We come in a very uh, prestigious family. Paribar means really family, very prestigious family. What it has done for Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the world, hmm? what it should keep doing if it's to be a functional family, hmm? what it should be doing finding novel ways and means to explain such a wonderful thing as a Chintya Veda Veda, that is the canvas on which the art of Krishna Leela is drawn. As I said, Kaviraj gives this verse, Radha Krishna Pranai, Vikriti Ladini Shakti Rasmad. There's a stepping stone to then prepare yourself to, to deal with the questions of Bhagavan Sri Krishna. Very extraordinary. Hmm? Uh, just practically speaking, we take a, a yardstick of objectivity to the theology of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, and we, we find it, it arguably has a, the furthest reach. We are finding things out about transcendence that hmm, is not found elsewhere. Hmm? Not just details of her dress was this color, that, but the, <laughs> the underlying foundational concepts, uh, pre- precepts. Hmm? This Beda Bed. As I say, it's a religio philosophical ideology. So we have Bed and Abed. Hmm? Bed means difference. Abed means non difference. So we have no difference. We are Gaudiya Vaishnava. We have the same philosophy. Hmm? Abed means no difference. We are we, just like Prabhupada. Prabhupada, he formed his mission. He called it ISKCON. Right? Along with ISKCON, he formed the publishing house, Bhaktivedanta Book Trust. He wanted that the books would not be changed substantially. In other words, he wanted a unity of philosophy, and he wanted in, in his society diverse expressions of that philosophy. Hmm? One time I was sitting with Prabhupada. I had gone to see Prabhupada. I was young, and I had taken sannyas that year, and we were in Vrindavan, and I heard that Prabhupada was going to cook so I thought, I'll go and see if I can help Prabhupada cook. So I went in to see Prabhupada, and he wasn't cooking. He was taking massage. 
I said, Prabhupada, I, you know, I heard that you were going to be cooking, so I, I wanted to come. I was kind of bold like that. And, it's, uh, and Prabhupada said, no. He said, and I said, you sit down. He said, but, and I was just a young sannyasi. So he said, I can cook with wood, he said. And then he began to speak about his independence and so how a sannyasi should be and so on and so on. He said, they're all cooking nicely. Why should I cook? Then another devotee happened to hear that I was there and he was a book distributor. So he came in and he had an idea hmm, that he wanted to present to Prabhupada. He thought I was probably talking to Prabhupada about book distribution. Hmm. That's probably the last thing I would talk to Prabhupada about that. I did that all day. <laughs> That's a, that has a goal. That there's a purpose behind that. Hmm. So anyway, uh, uh, the fellow asked that Prabhupada, the devotees are going preaching sometimes. They're saying different things and we should, we, I think we should have a system where they're all going to say, you know, the right things and never say the wrong thing and and it's true, they may say they're wrong, they may preach wrong, but Prabhupada said, no, we cannot, not, not like that, we cannot do like that. Hmm? He said, just like our Tripurama, Tesham Satata Yuktanam, Pajitam Priti Purukam, Tadami Bodhi Yogam, Tami Enamamupayantite. Krishna is giving him so many novel things from in his heart to say to people to explain Krishna consciousness. So, preacher must be a preacher, must, must be inspired, must get some leave some openness for... Hmm. Bhagavan is, is full of variety, so how he will use different devotees and so forth. We don't want to legislate like this. If we want to legislate, to some extent, yes, but if we over-legislate, then we do away with the possibility of independent expression that is arising out of a singular philosophical canvas. So within the realm of sadhana, we have difference for ways of preaching, ways of organizing our moth, what our liturgy might be, and so forth. And we go there and we think, that's different, but interesting, and why? And what is it? And we can find some relish in that, not to go and think, they sing the song different here. <laughs> They're wrong. <laughs> Something like that. No, that it, we have to see is the same philosophy. Of course, we have to know the philosophy to be able to understand it's the same philosophy. Hmm? It can be played in you know many tunes. You can hear the now you can hear like you know from my generation, Muzak on the plane, the you know the Beatles songs or something played with a, a symphony. If you know the song, you can you can identify it and so forth. Although it's played not by the fabulous four and with different instruments and so on and so forth. Hmm? That means you have to have some feeling. Svalpam, svalpa, api ruchir evasad bhakti. Tatvabodhika. A nice statement. Hmm? Yeah. If you want to reason about bhakti, bhakti marg, if you want to do shastra yukti, you have to have some ruchi. Hmm? By ruchi, feeling for the subject matter, then you can reason about it in such a way that your reasoning will extend the implication of it and so forth, not not be not not deviate from it, but extend it. This is, this is what theology is. That's why I say in Ganmark there is no theology. Hmm. There's no different. There's philosophy. That's the whole problem with the Western world. F- thinking unhinged from Shastra, reasoning unhinged from re- revelation. Upanishads are the earliest revelation in human society, the Eastern revelation. Then you have your Christian revelation and so forth. It used to be in Europe that all philosophy was tied to revelation. Then they unhinged it because the revelation was kind of like shallow. Hmm? 
And so you have this just free, rambling mind that philosophy just grinding itself into, into, a, into questioning whether we even exist. An existing person is questioning whether they exist. It's just like, like Prabhupada would call it like mental gymnastics or masturbation or something like that. It's, a, it's a, uh, and all the angst that comes from this and so on. So nobody's satisfied from it. It's a, it's a, it's a bankrupt uh, industry now, the Western, Western philosophy. Hmm? Now you go to India, you take the Vedanta, the Eastern Revelation and so forth. If you reason about that with feeling correctly, hmm, you have to find, as I said, you have to find a significant other. You have to find a difference within, within the unity. Hmm? You have... Unit, if you only find unity, you're not really understanding the text. In other words, if you only find oneness and no difference, you're not understanding the text. Hmm? It's not theology. There's no God because there's no other. How can there be God? Hmm? In order for there to be God, there have to be two. Hmm? There's no meaning to God, without, as I said, without the servant of God. Hmm? So a religio-philosophical ideology. We have one philosophy. Do we have differences? Differences in the level of sadhana? Hmm? Every guru may give a different sadhana to every disciple. Hmm. That is his prerogative, that is his duty to determine the heart, what mantra to give, how many times to chant. What? Hmm. It's not a set formula. These are, there is, yes, he must give bhajana kriya, but what it will be, that will be, he has to have the freedom to make that call. Hmm. Otherwise, if you don't give him the freedom, like in some institutions, they don't, they restrict the guru, they don't give the freedom, then... What is the meaning of the guru? Hmm? Why should you send any disciples to him? Hmm? You don't believe in him yourself to give him the freedom to make the call and say, you are the guru. You tell me how we should adjust according to time, place, and circumstance. What is relative? What is absolute? What is a detail? What is a principle? What is the spirit of the law? And what is the letter of the law? Hmm? This is all the business of the guru. Hmm? It's not a management affair. That's another thing. There can be managers. Hmm? And we can defer to them to management. Yes, yes, do it that way. Good. Hmm? The guru should be preoccupied otherwise. Hmm? And, and have the capacity and the freedom to, to, <laughs> to, to do his job, so to speak. Hmm? He has to determine, she has to determine all these things. Hmm? He, in other words... That person has to have some ruchi and do shastra yukti. It's not just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hundred and eight. It's all there. It's in the book. Every moment is different, and every every word of shastra has so much meaning. You have to draw that from each for each time, each circumstance. Look at previous precedents. You constantly have to make spiritual decisions in the here and the now. This is what preaching is about. Well, to speak of the, of, of the guru's position that requires for tattva vabodhika, hmm? proper understanding of bhakti, ruchi is required. Hmm? With ruchi, one can do shastra yukti. Hmm? And shastra yukti, pramanam uttamam, Siddhiva Goswami has cited from Purushottam um, Tantra in his, hmm, what is his commentary on Satsandarbha? In his commentary on Satsandarbha, he has raised this, uh, raised this point. Ultimate pramana, pramanam, 
uttamam is shastra yukti. That means what? You have shastra. Sometimes we hear shastra is the ultimate pramana. Hmm? True. But reasoning about the implications of shastra, hmm, which can only be done with feeling for experience of what the words themselves are trying to say, however imperfectly, in as much as the, the, the whole subject matter is beyond language and beyond thought, who has some feeling for that. In other words, guru has to be able to speak logically in order to make sense to anybody. Hmm? Right? To communicate logically with, with, the, with the audience. Hmm? That's why sometimes it's said, Sudra should have a Sudra guru, Brahman should have a Brahman guru. This is a relative consideration. Of course, everybody has to have a qualified guru, but if you can match up relatively as well, then there will be better prospect for communication. Hmm? It's like property. It would be a room full of Western... Um, boys and girls, as he would call us, and every one Indian boy come in and probably give the talk, and so he'd say, so did you understand? And the Indian boy would, Lion probably would go like that. Then he would go and he'd be washing pots in the kitchen. They had their own language and communication, you know, from the same culture and so on and so forth. Hmm? Hmm. So anyway, he just basically, he or she has to speak the language of logic. That's really the human language. It's not English or Hindi or Spanish. Reason. Hmm? Of course, we're not only humans because we reason. Mahaprabhu had a different idea, but because we have the capacity to love hmm? and transcend reason. So he has to speak the language of love and be able to translate it, however imperfectly, and it will always be imperfect, into the language of, of logic and reason in an organized way to try to express his or her feeling, heart, experience that transcends words. That tra- the, the, the Shastra is but an outline, a kind of a table of contents, too. In that book, the, 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 that you have to write your own page in that book. Hmm? I remember many, many years ago in Los Angeles, I used to stand before the deity in the morning after breakfast and chant. And I would just, just chant and chant and chant and chant until I got inspired. Then I would go out and sell books. This is before like book distribution was very well organized or anything. Hmm? One day I was chanting before the deities, Radha Krishna, and and then I they said to me, You have to become pure. I mean it's like a simple point. You have to become pure. Of course everybody knows that, but it was very heavy. <laughs> yeah. That you what you teach about what you want to you have to become that. You know, it's it's easy to want to tell other people about it and so forth. Well, you really think that you must do that yourself. And only to that extent can you really give, can you really know and thereby share. And that's what this is. Preaching is also kind of lila. It's a sharing. Hmm? It's a sharing. It's an overflowing. What's hmm? an excitement about one's own thoughts and experience and so forth and sharing that with others. Hmm? That would be very attractive. Hmm? Not just grabbing people by some trick and uh, <laughs> and then g- getting them, picking them up on the soup line to say, come to our temple, we'll give you a free meal if you shave your head and then we'll have something like that. Not like this. Hmm. No. So, beda bed, difference, difference, difference for preaching, difference for, uh, for, for serving, 
Hmm? Then if we go higher, of course, there will be difference in sentiment, differences in taste. And there will be differences. Those who have taste, those who don't have taste. Hmm? And who don't have taste, they cannot understand. That's the fact. They cannot understand. As much as they have some taste and feeling for that, and that will begin by feeling for Guru. Hmm? Just like we had Brajanath has come here, and we're unfortunate, but Madhava, Madhava, Madhava Maharaj didn't come. These two, they have such Guru Nishta. Hmm? I know since the time that I, um, shortly after that I became acquainted with Pujapad Bhakti Bhanta Narayan Maharaj, um, uh, sometime after that, some um, other Western devotees came and he, he had a following and so forth and started traveling and shortly became his, his secretary and Madhav uh, Maharaj was his personal assistant, personal, personal assistant and so forth. Everywhere they went, they followed him like, like, like a shadow, hmm? just anticipating what he would want. Hmm? This is, this is Guru Bhakti. This is very nice. Generally speaking, of course, Guru Bhakti is an Anga of Krishna Bhakti. Krishna Bhakti is the Angi, the limb, the body, and Guru Bhakti is the Anga. You can't do Krishna Bhakti without Guru Bhakti. Hmm? But Jiva Goswami has explained in, in Bhakti Sandarbha, some devotees reverse this out. They make Guru Bhakti the Angi and Krishna Bhakti the Anga. This is very special, and Krishna likes this very much. This is more pleasing to Krishna. Hmm? So they have this kind of Gurunishta, Guru Bhakti. Hmm? Now they just wander, hmm? disrought in separation of their Guru, trying to solace others hmm? in the world hmm? and get some courage to go forward hmm? with the great uh, keep the keep the 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 the, the 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 light, the heart of Bhakti Thakur uh, alive in the world. This is the request of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarsati Thakur of his followers. Keep the current of Bhakti Thakur alive in the world. This is our task. We are trying to do that. We have great uh, sympathy for them in this regard, and much encouraged by the kind of example that they have shown over so many years with so many struggles also. Hmm? The Guru was so kind to so many devotees, and then in one institution, then the institution just turned against him. Like, hmm? Then they blame him for criticizing them. Hmm? They, you know, we know these struggles to some, set, some extent ten years previous to that. But <laughs> we were, to witness it a second time was just as disconcerting. Hmm? So, anyway, we've talked some time, but it's, this is... Uh, we are very fortunate to have such sadhusanga. This is uh, desirable. We want to know also the differences. We want to know the differences. We find, we hopefully they will be based, of course, on on feeling, hmm? not on a distortion of philosophy. We, we've seen that too many times. Then we can have unity, and we can we can grow from that. Hmm? This is um, most desirable. So we thank you for coming, and Ramesh for bringing you here, and we hope that we'll have a chance to meet with you again. Does anyone have a question? Yes. When you were saying about Radhanandha Bhakti, you said that we follow Ragatmika. Now I come to Radhanandha 
But uh, when we are in Vaidhi Bhakti, there is no question about following. Like you're not following anyone. Not a devotee. But I think follow Guru. Follow Guru, but who is the Guru following? Not if he's a Vaidhi Bhakta. No. If he's a Vaidhi Bhakta, then he's, he, he is not following. He follows his guru, but uh, they, they, it's about, in other words, Vaidhi Bhakti is about having a relationship with Bhagwan, hmm? more or less direct. You can have a form like him. You can live on the same planet. You can be his assistant. So, Rag Bhakti is about following the devotees in the Braj, primarily. Hmm? who love Bhagawan naturally, spontaneously. Hmm? And, and so, like Puja Patrita Marsh told me, our path is indirect. Hmm? Indirect. So, we are interested in Krishna, but how? By way of being interested in love of Krishna. So, we are interested in becoming, in a sense, love of Krishna. That's what a, a Siddhadeh is. That is what, what is where Swarup is. It is, a, it is an expression of love for Krishna. And it's eternally existing. It means there are... It's existing in, in, in the associates of Krishna, hmm? who is showing the way. Hmm? So we, we, we will follow that. They're very different from Bhadi Bhakti. Hmm? I gave the motivations for Bhadi Bhakti. They're different. They have nothing to do with... There's no paradigmatic figures in Vaikuntha, for example that you attach yourself to and follow hmm? in, in, in Vaidhi Bhakti. That's why, for example, we don't have much concern, much interest in, 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 in Mirabai, for example, and her songs. Hmm? Once I interviewed the widows, some widows of Vrindavan for an article many, many, many years ago for a publication we had called Clarion Call. And so I asked the head widow of this one ashram, who is, do you have a patron saint? I had to try to translate that into Bengali. And she finally understood what I was saying. And I said, like, and it was right near the Mira temple, like, like Mirabai. She said, oh, no, 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 no. Like this. And I was, I was really happy to see that. And then she said, then she took her sorrow. She, Vishnu Priya, baby. She understood what I was asking. Vishnu Priya. Hmm? But my point is that in Mira's songs, it's all about Mira and Krishna. You read Bhakti Vinod song, you hear the associates are being mentioned. Hmm? All these associates are being mentioned. Uh, there's no Krishna without them. Hmm? There's no Braj Bhakti without them. That's what Prabhupada meant when he said Krishna's never alone. Hmm? That Braj Bhakti and Krishna, this is that, again that Veda Bait, their, their love and Krishna are one. And different, but they're one. Hmm? Love of Krishna corresponds with Krishna. Hmm? So this—that's th- why in Gaudi Vaishnavism we have love of Krishna. Then we have Krishna, and then we have us over here. This is the both. So Krishna is worshiping that. Krishna is the Godhead turned on his head. Hmm? Bhairag Bhakti. That's what Krishna means. You become the son. It means you become the lover. You become the, the friend. It means he's, he, he's at your command, so to speak. He's melted. 
Hmm? So the love is the ideal. People ask them, have you seen Krishna? You say, well, I wasn't looking for Krishna. I was looking for service to Krishna or love of Krishna. Hmm? There Krishna can be found. And in a way that he can't be found in Vaikuntha. Hmm? See the nature of their love. Hmm? It's interesting too because we, we, we will come to it here, the, the, the sections of Bhagavatam that are cited to describe the Ragatmikas, hmm. evidence for the idea of, of, of Kamanuga and Sambandhanuga Bhakti, comes in the section of the Bhagavatam where the question as to whether anyone falls from Vaikuntha is, is, is definitively answered. There is a place where it's answered. Hmm? And there, Yudhisthira Maharaj says, I can't believe that anybody could fall from Vaikuntha. It's, 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 it's a long story, but it, the chapters, beginning of the seventh chapter, it's about whether God has partiality or not. And in that section, verses are cited by Nard that speak of Rag Bhakti as well. And so, what to speak of Vaikuntha? How can the person, the, the bhava that you're following, that's what it means. Ragatmika is a, is a particular bhava. How can the bhava fall from Vaikuntha that you're following? Hmm? And who else is to fall? You? Once you've gone there, there's no return. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, this is the ba- basic, one of the basic differences. Hmm? And Shraddha, in this context, Shraddha for Vaidhi Bhakti means I have faith that if I do this, I'm going to get this. Hmm? And that could mean reverential prem, or it could mean there are those who, who, who really want not the prem, but the perks, if you will, of Vaikuntha. Others are more motivated by being free, coming free from samsara. Hmm? These are three different dispositions. This is not present in Rag Bhakti. Now, it may be present in you, but then you meet a Rag Bhakti, you come to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Sampradaya. That's why I say it has its early beginnings in our attachment to a devotee who is tasting, that has taste for this. Hmm? We attach ourselves to that person. Hmm? Then appropriately, as we use our sadhaka deha, given to us by our guru, fully, proportionately, the siddha deha will arise. Yes, there's two bodies you should serve with. First use one properly, <laughs> before you want the second one. You want the second one, but you, you, but you did not think, what is the value of the first one? So valuable. Hmm? But we neglect this. This is really this is guru alagya. <laughs> it means I have not used my sadhaka deha properly. It means I have disregard for the order of the guru. How I will get a siddha deha? Hmm? No. More sadhu hmm? Yeah. More sadhu you, you will need more sadhu sangha. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned the relation of. Work, the songs, the poems of Mirabai, and there are many, of course, stories about Mirabai. Um, 
very diverse stories. Some of them have her as a secret partner of Jiva Goswami. It gets that bad. Hmm? <laughs> so that he could taste Parakya. I mean, that's amongst the, 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 the uh, Sahaja sect. Pardon me? That's what the that's what the yeah that's what the sahajis. Well, the sahajis they say that all the Goswamis had a secret lover and so forth, and they were actually yeah, 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 yeah. and Mira was his. That they say. So there anyway there are many stories, but uh, about Mirabai, um, and so you don't know really what to sort out. But um, and, and and some people say that really hers is a, is a, is a sagun bhakti. Not Nirgun Bhakti, and so she attained Nirvishesh Brahma only. Hmm? Really? Some people say that. Some people may say Swakya, go to out, outer yeah, reach of Golok. Mixing with Vaidhi Bhakti, something. Yeah. Vishnu Priya, that is another thing. And yeah, no, but in, in religion she's also like a wife, like a lover, but in another mood, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Vishnu Priya is 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 uh, this Shakti of Bhagwan. <laughs> but anyway, she's not a jiva. She's 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 constituted of Srup Shakti. She's appearing in different leelas with with Bhagwan for different reasons. For different purposes and so forth, uh, regardless of her relationship, I and mean, it's just like comparing a, a jiva to Radha or to to, to, to Lakshmi. Hmm? Mirabai's position is is very different from from her in that sense. Hmm? Mirabai's uh, uh, position of a sadaka, some kind some kind of sadaka, some kind of sadaka siddha. Yeah, not not Vishnu Priya, not like that. Even if if if, if even if what is it? Uh, Mirabai tastes love for the queens of Dwarka, and 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 Vishnu Priya tastes love in relation to Mahaprabhu with Mariada rather than Rag. Her ah. position is still better, <laughs> much better. Hmm. We have to follow that. There's no love without separation. That must come first. What else? Okay. We stop there. Sri Siddhartha Gopal ki jai. Sri Guru Vaishnav Guru Parampara ki jai. Guru Bhakta Binda ki jai. Guru Premanande. Guru.